0: On this channel, I've been talking in a series about how we can connect deeply with others. But what if it doesn't feel right to engage in deep connection with someone in a particular moment? Welcome to Holiness Connection, a podcast with interviews, discussions, and practices to explore deep connection. I'm Sonia, and I hope that you find a sense of support and encouragement here. I believe we can all feel a profound sense of connection of what I call holiness Connection to ourselves as we accept our life journey, our vulnerabilities and our paradoxes and contradictions. Connection to spirit in whatever way and form that's calling to us. And connection to each other, which Holiness Connection explores in a series called Deep Calling Deep, how we can be with each other. I'm Sonia, and this is Holiness Connection. And I wanted to do this deep calling, deep video as sort of a follow up to some of the other ones I've been doing, where I've explained kind of both techniques almost for like how we can sort of feel into that presence type of deep connection with someone. And I've also shared a couple of experiences of my own and another person so far. Um, and I, so I just wanted to cover something that I think becomes easily a question here, which is, is it always like the right time to do that? Or what if you don't want to do that? Something like that. Um, and so I think it's most helpful actually to ask yourself some questions because it is a bit nuanced. The number one question could be, am I the right person in this moment to practice this deep connection? So for example with that young woman that I talked about in a previous video where we um we you know we in the moment at a retreat I was at like were indirectly you know interacting but let's say the woman had been reactive towards me and stormed off I mean does that mean that I should have then followed her or something like that like if you know that that would have indicated to me that she wasn't in a place where she wanted to interact with me um so I think that can be sort of an obvious example that like it's almost intrusive to try to then force like a deep connection. You know, even if we're talking about something almost like more spiritual or energetic, like um, that that to have it in sort of more this face to face or like being right with someone physically, like in their presence at that time might not be appropriate. Um, so there can be many cases why Perhaps you aren't the right person in the moment to practice the deep connection maybe there's someone else there who's who's trying to interact with them and is a in is a it's a better thing that they're doing for that moment so I think it's like very much a matter of discernment in a lot of ways and it reminds me of kind of being akin to right speech as they talk about it in Buddhism and I have this quote and I'll link in the notes to where I got it from and it's Speaking of right speech, it says it is spoken at the right time, it is spoken in truth, it is spoken affectionately, it is spoken beneficially, it is spoken with a mind of goodwill. So I think the reason I'm pointing to that as like such a good example for an akin kind of discernment is because listen to how specific that is in thinking about it. Like sometimes when I'm talking probably in these videos, it's it's um it's it's more about the feel of it, right? Like I'm talking about the feel of how to do it or how it feels to try to give the impression of what it's like and how you can do it. But I think sometimes when we want guidelines around when we'd be the right person to do it, for example, it's helpful actually to have more specifics like that to run through in our minds if we're trying to do that discernment. All right, so that number one was, am I the right person in this moment to practice this deep connection? Number two is to ask yourself, am I reactive? Like maybe you have something to metabolize for, such as anger. In my example about the young woman, I you know, made it clear that I was feeling in a very open space and able to do that with her where I stayed present and then we did connect. Um, but if I had been extremely reactive right then, um, I don't think that it would be helpful for me to try to force in that situation. And I think we have to be honest with ourselves to try to notice what state we are actually in. Number three, the final question I have is, am I forcing myself to do this deep connection interaction? So you do not have to force yourself to do this type of engagement. And I mean, I think it's important to note that you are most authentic when you're not spiritually bypassing, when you're honoring where you're at in a given moment, not to mention that you're not really present if you're suppressing something. So beyond a little bit like the reactive issue, Um, Let's say it's not that you're full on reactive, but you just like have the sense that you don't want to do this or shouldn't do this. Um, I do not think you should be forcing yourself to do that. Um, And so it's also important to note that, you know, when we're really present and present and open like that we are connected to ourselves too. It's about the other person, but this isn't some kind of energetic or spiritual codependency or unhealthy empath activity, right? Like the goal of this is to be much more of a wholeness experience, a wholeness and holiness experience. So you are part of that too. The oneness is part of it between the two of you, the other person's part of it, you're part of it, um, but definitely not excluding yourself. And I also strongly believe that if we are connected to ourselves and spirit simultaneously, then we will sense or feel or be guided and maybe can listen then to what's right in a moment and to what is the next step. So it's a bit of a paradox, right? Because I think being willing and having an intention to practice and be present with people in the world does take some vulnerability, it takes some bravery, it takes. I think I've mentioned this in the channel before, one of my touchstone values, which is courage, but it meaning courage as that original meaning that came from the French word cur for heart, meaning keeping an open heart. So there can very much be that intention and practice of just generally living that way in the world. And then, you know, using that in particular interactions as well for deep connection. Um, So it does take some intention, right? And like maybe, you know, maybe getting past occasionally not feeling like practicing or being present in the world like that can be a tricky thing right because when is it that we really shouldn't be doing it and are suppressing versus when is it that we we do need to give you know kind of give in almost surrender into the presence and the oneness and so there's no perfect answer to that but i just want to point out that i don't think it's all one side or the other there Um, So I wanted to make that clear, especially like I said, because I think the focus has been on sort of the feeling aspect of it in the previous videos. So let's say you don't practice something in the moment. What then? I mean, you're still there with that person, uh, you know, assuming they haven't moved away or you haven't moved away. I mean, I think it's going to depend on the situation. Perhaps you can hold um, the connection more lightly, like almost as if, Physically, akin to if you'd be standing farther apart from someone or not like, you know, getting right up close to them, doing that sort of spiritually or energetically too, you can sort of have an awareness of someone without feeling like you're as directly interacting. Uh, Or if you need to leave, you can always wish them well through prayer or incorporate them into a metta loving kindness meditation, for example, or whatever method fits for you. Um, and I think it's just in general, like taking it even beyond, like more into the oneness and even beyond yourself and whoever this other person is, I think we can hold the wider awareness that isn't so individualized, just that they are part of you and you're part of them and you can stay present and connected to that awareness and sense of the whole and the oneness overall, even beyond yourself and this other person, but including the both of you too. So I hope that was helpful. And I'd love to hear if anyone else has any other um, ideas for what could be helpful to ask oneself or to consider when doing this kind of deep connection practice.